Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back. Today, I have a very special guest. She's one of my OGs, Doreen. Hello. Hello. We are going to talk about her story. We are going to talk about what consistency looks like for her and how it has completely changed her body and her life. And so I think we're ready just to get started. Okay. All right, let's go. And at the end, I have a new segment that I am excited to throw at you. Doreen's going to be my first person to do oh, it. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, here we go. So just jump in and tell us when you started and kind of paint the picture of what your life looked like whenever you started Jen's Get Fit Group in 2020. Okay. I started, as Jen said, in 2020, not knowing how to function in my life, really. Um, just everyday life was a struggle for me getting around. I had bad legs. I had one health concern after another. I'd had a double mastectomy. I'd had already had two knee replacements, well, actually one knee replacement. Just bad health all the way around. Um, probably at my heaviest, I, w- I was 240. And just, how tall are you? I'm 5'7". Yeah, so that's hard. That's hard on your body, hard on your joints. It is. It's you know, it makes just getting around hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I got heavier, I lost my self-worth, my self-respect, and I didn't know which way to head. Um, my daughter, Amanda, was a member. My daughter-in-law, Jessica, was a member. And they were trying to encourage me to do this. And I was like, I can't do it. There's no way I can do it. I grew up in a home where I was told I couldn't do so many things that I believed I couldn't. And so I started telling them, I can't do it. I I won't be able to. Amanda said, there's no reason you can't do this. You'll do it at home. You'll do it by yourself in your room. Nobody will see you. Well, I thought about that for a while. And she said, message Jen. And I was like, this woman doesn't know me from anybody. So I messaged Jen (laughs) and asked her, I said, are you going to be there for me? Are you going to, I can't do anything. I can remember. As a matter of fact, I looked it up the other day. I said, I can't do anything. I can't go up a curb by myself. Are you sure I can do this? And she was absolutely, you can do this. You do you. I give tough love and with the best intention. Right. And I kept messaging her and she was sweet. She would answer and she would answer. And I was like, are you sure? And all I got back from her was yes. And it was like, okay, she's done. Uh, Never done. But it's like, you have to do it for you. Right. And and I meant done as far as trying to encourage. This is, you know, the ball was in my court. Yes. And so I decided, what's one month? I'll try one month. There's something addictive about it. Uh. (laughs) So I got started. Um, Squats, I could not do. I couldn't do anything lateral. Um, There was a lot of things that I wasn't able to do, but a lot of that had to do with my own mind. I was telling myself I can't. Mind over matter. Right. You have to have the right mindset. And I started with just 
the wall sits, I barely squatted down. But each day I got a little better. The lateral lunges came. Um, the first day that I carried something from my van to the house, I carried a case of water. I hadn't been able to do that in I can't tell you when and to go up steps with my legs the way they were. I remember messaging Jen and telling her I carried a case of water and I thought like she's really going to think that's a big thing. And she did. She, she reassured me that I was doing the right thing. I had gotten stronger. And then I wasn't, um, my one leg still wouldn't do, and so I had to have another knee replacement. Um, But she walked me through it. We got through that. I've had mastectomies, and I was having problems there. She walked me through that, um, helped encourage me. We've been through a lot of seasons together. We have. And just as we were getting everything together, and I was feeling good, didn't have anything better to do, so I cut off a couple fingers. (laughs) (laughs) I dropped a railroad tie my husband and I did on my hand and I lost a couple of fingers. But guess what? You came out stronger because of that. I did. I, But that was with the help of you and all the sweaty sisters. They said, you've already been through this other things. You can make it. And I thought, you're darn right I can. So tell us, like, what was that like? Because um, they're from the second, the first knuckle up. Right. So I remember you messaged me and you were like, I asked him in the ER if I'm still going to be able to grip my weight. I did. I, I was so concerned. I was, well, two things I was concerned about, being able to lift weights and I ruined my brand new nobles. I, yes. I was so sad. I had ruined my nobles, but we got over that and- um, You they, still wear them. I do. Mm-hmm. I, well, those I can't, you know, it's a good thing I ruined them. I, I, they hurt my feet, so I gave them to Amanda. There you go. <laughs> But I wear my other nobles, but you just learn mind over matter. You can do, you may have to modify. Modify does not mean failure. Right. Modify means you do what works for you. Mm -hmm. And each day you get 1% better. Yep. And look back at what 1%, that mindset of like 1% better every day, just better than yesterday has done for you in three years. Right. And it's like you, would you imagine yourself to be who you are? Um, on the amount of physical growth, but not just that, like that's a bonus, but the internal of the mental, emotional, spiritual growth that you've had since you started would looking at who you are now, remembering who you were when you started, because we can never lose sight on that. Would you laugh if we told you this is where you'd be right now? Oh, I definitely. She just recorded leg day with me in a sports bra because she's the strongest woman in the room. Thank you. Because she can do hard things. And and that just goes to tell you, like, yes, you may have been raised a certain way. Yes, maybe. I feel like everyone has a person that um, whenever you think anything negative, it's like a trigger for a connecting dot person to you. Right. Who who told you, no, you can't do that? Who maybe bullied you? Like, you always have that one person. But guess what? You only give them power and those words and those thoughts power if like you're in control of it. So if you don't give that person power anymore you become control of your own life. Exactly. And the person that would, you know, it was my dad that was very narcissistic. Um, So many things, and I look back on it now, and I can really see it. And so many things that he told me, I remember even as an adult, I, I was young, I was in grade school, and I can remember walking across the living room floor, and he said, would you suck your gut in? You look like you're five months pregnant, you're an embarrassment. And that stuck with me yeah. Um, forever. But now, I, 
I finally wrote my dad a letter. My dad passed away three years ago, but I wrote my dad a letter and I said, I, I understand this was the way you were raised and um, then this is your way of loving me, but your way of loving me hurt me. Yeah. And I'm letting it go. I still love you, but I'm letting it go and I'm going to become me. Yeah. And freeing yourself of that burden, like you are like a completely different person. And so tell us like what mine and Johnny's unhinged. I think that was like a breaking point for you. Our unhinged together uh, conversations podcast we did about the narcissist in your life. Tell us or about choosing who sits at your table. I think it was all in the same podcast. Tell us like your feedback from that podcast and how that one specifically helped you grow as a person. Because that's where we, I suggested, you know, writing a letter to somebody maybe who's hurt you, mm-hmm. even if you never mail it to them. If that person has since passed away, whatever, it is freeing to be able to do that and get all of your thoughts out on paper, rip it up, throw it away. It doesn't matter. And that's where I feel like you're like, it's liberating for you. You're free now. I am. I am. It's a feeling I've never had. I've never felt this free about who I am. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with who I am. Exactly. And I am growing each and every day since I've released that. Johnny talked about his dad and and was going, and I thought, are we related? <laughs> because maybe we had the same dad years <laughs> apart because so much of it was exactly what I grew up with. I had another incident that we had uh, that happened to me when I was five and I got in trouble. It was a sexual abuse thing. Um, I got in trouble and I was five years old. I got a spanking for it. I was told that it was my fault. And then I was told nothing could be said outside of the house because this person would go to jail. And I grew up thinking I wasn't worthy of just being me um, right. and, and being a five-year-old. Right. Um, you're still a baby when you're five. Right. And um, So then to think that somebody, you have to keep that secret, what a burden to carry your whole life. And the reason to keep the secret was from my dad so that my dad, with his anger, wouldn't go after yeah. um, this person. But my dad died not, never knowing. Yeah. But I was able to tell him in the letter. Mm-hmm. And move on from it. And like I said, I, I'm who I am now. I'm, I'm so much happier than I have ever been. Just being able to speak it makes me feel better. Yeah. Jen, I cornered her at the event and was able to finally speak about the, the fact that I was abused when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And it was just something that I had to say. And when we did the stand up, if this has happened, stand up, um, it really brought me to tears because so many people have gone through the very same thing yeah. and are still living it. And um, you and not talking about it. Right. And not talking about it just keeps the turmoil going. Yeah. And you, you can harbor release. your yes. emotions and then it takes over not only your body and your organs, but it consumes you yes. in the way you respect yourself. Right. And remember on many podcasts, I've talked about how you treat yourself and the way you love yourself determines how other people respect you and treat you and if you're if you can't love yourself you're really not willing to be able to receive love from somebody else right and that's something new for me um when i first got into the group and people would message you know i'd never had a sister and someone say hey sis good i'm like who are you you're not my (laughs) sister i don't have sisters i don't know how to talk to a sister now you have thousands i do i do and and i welcome those 
But when I first got started, people say, oh, great job. And I'm like, yeah, she has to say that, you know, and I would immediately sink into it. But now I'm like, yay, you know, and and I know it's a cheering group. Right. So that's an interesting topic to point out because you can think those thoughts like, oh, these people are just saying this to me. Good job. You're amazing. You look. But if you don't believe it, how do you receive it? You receive it negatively. Right. And then that's your thought process. So if you it, you are in charge of the way you receive love. Exactly. You are in charge of the way your thoughts pile up. So if you constantly, I said this on like, I think two podcasts ago, if you constantly focus on the negative, when you look in the mirror, when you think about yourself, the way you receive compliments from other people, if it's constantly negative, that's what you're going to hear the most. Right. And that's all you're going to focus on. And life is going to be very negative and dark for you. Right. And if you if you turn that light off and then now you only see the good, wow, Doreen, you and know that it's okay to give other people compliments. It doesn't make you shine less. It right. actually makes you shine more. Right. And I've noticed that. Yeah. I, you know, um, like I said, I am just so much happier knowing that um, I have all these sisters that love me. I can love them back. Um, I've met several of them at the last two events, and it's just like it's a lifelong connection. Darcy was talking about um, riding with Stephanie and that they'd only talked on. Right. We did that. Laura and I did that. I was like, okay, I'll ride with you. And here we are. Now you're friends. Yeah. And we've been to real authentic relationships that feel like, how do I become really close with someone that I met in a workout group? But then you become best friends with them. And you know, I feel like this is the breaking point. Everyone in JGFG is there for the right intention, for the same mindset of becoming the strongest in the room, being better than yesterday. So when you surround yourself, and I said this on the podcast with Stephanie and Darcy, you become who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with negative people who are always talking about other people, who are always finding, oh my gosh, my husband did this, and and then I don't like this about me, I feel fat, like all these things, those become your thoughts. They do. If you are constantly around someone who is overeating, just drinking soda, smoking, drinking alcohol, partying, whatever they're doing, you kind of become them. Right. If you're around people who are pouring into themselves, talking about journaling, gratitude, drinking water, eating macros, going to snack club, lifting weights, all these things that fill you up, that's what you become. You definitely do. And so that's the shift, I think, of um, negativity on the internet of trolling versus in JGFG. Because first, everyone knows I'm not going to tolerate it. Right. You're out. Like, you don't, you sign this membership agreement. We're legally bound. You are out if you can't abide by these rules. Right. And that's a no BS kind of a mentality. And people respect that in the manner of, I better mind my P's and Q's or I'm out. Well, coming from a member, I also feel protected yeah. by you. I, I just feel protected because Jen, Jen sees it all. Yeah. And if there's someone being negative, she's going to take care of it. And, yeah. and we've seen it in action. We just don't have time for it. Like why, right. if I let something negative into the group, they pour out that negativity. Why would I let one person ruin this amazing foundation that I've spent so many blood, sweat and tears for five and a half years building? Right. I'm not going to do it. And there's no room for it. There no. just isn't. And um if I can bring somebody from where I was yes. mentally and emotionally, if I can bring them up to where I am now, I would be thrilled to pieces. Because right. That's the biggest point of it. It's like 
even if you come in a little bit negative or like, this isn't going to work for me or like you should give it one month. Fine. Kind of like a little skeptical. Mm -hmm. And then maybe a whole lot skeptical, (laughs) a whole lot skeptical. (laughs) And then you've got all these like encouraging people around you. You're like, holy cow, this is life changing. And if we as a sweaty sisterhood can just change a few lives a year as a group together, that is like everything for me. It means so much. And, you know, no matter what you've gone through, what I've gone through is minor compared to others right. that have gone through it. Um, you look at the others that are struggling with many other things. There's, And it doesn't have to be physical. Yeah. There's a lot of mental, you know, struggles too. And we've got to be there for each other, stay there for each other. Yep. And I really wish I'd had a sister growing up because I think it would have made it a little easier. <laughs> well, now you have all of us for That's eternity. Right. That's right. And what I love is that, you know, members, I've had the the in-person workouts and then the big event. But people are like, I they're nervous to come, but they leave feeling like they just left their lifelong best friends. Exactly. And, you know, I, I did worry because of my age. <laughs> Age doesn't matter in JGFG. But you don't know that coming in. And I'm thinking I'm so much older than, you know, the others. And how am I going to make friends with? And um, I'll be 64 in December. And I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to make friends with all these young girls, you know. And majority of them are a whole lot younger than me that I consider really close friends now. Right. And that's just a true testament. Like your body shape and size doesn't matter. Your age doesn't matter. Literally nothing matters as long as you show up as a respectful person right. and full of love. Like just be, know that you're going to be loved on here. It just, age, weight, race, none of that matters. It, we just love you for you and. And receiving that love now, I'm able to give it back. Yes. I didn't know how to give it back. I mean, I knew how to love my husband and my kids and and that, but other people, I always always had a barrier because I didn't want to get hurt. Yeah. I, I didn't want to get sucked in, get hurt. So I didn't love back, but I do now. I fully love back and, and I love all of the sweaty sisters. And that just is a testament on the emotional growth <laughs> and the mental growth of that I see whenever I, that's one of my favorite things about JGFG is watching Someone come in, like we just said, someone come in kind of skeptical, kind of like hesitant, like, hi, I'm the new kid here kind of vibes. Uh And then within the first week, they're like, why did I wait so long to sign up? Well, and I will tell you, my first week in learning how to post, I'm not all that internet crazy knowing how to do things. I think Amanda was wondering what she had done (laughs) because I go, okay, now how do I, how do I post this? She goes, well, you just posted it under somebody else's. And I went, oh, can I delete it? (laughs) <laughs> that's Try, what, because like, even learn. if you don't have a daughter in the group and you're listening and you're like i kind of want to do that somebody in the group will help you yes. message us if you made it to be able to join we can help you figure out the rest exactly exactly and so it youtube it like there's so many things like we are you always have to learn in your what corner. youtube is though yeah, yeah that yeah that's true <laughs> you, know, I, you will <laughs> you will learn because that's how you watch the videos <laughs> but so i now i want to talk about you said it earlier, just because you have to modify does not mean that you're failing or you're not good enough. And just because maybe 
you're using 12s for something and I'm maybe using 25s or 30s on the camera, it doesn't mean that you're not getting the same quality workout. It doesn't mean that you're less or you're not good enough. Explain how that clicked for you. I don't know if there was just one moment, but um, learning that I have to do what my body can do. Otherwise, I'm going to injure myself. Yes. And so I have been guilty to try and stretch the weights and go a little farther. And it's not worth it yeah. um, because Longevity. then I have to sit out. Yeah. Um, it just And listening to Jen, even though, like I said, I've been here three years and she'll say something and I know she's said it a thousand times before, but one time it'll be like, oh, that's what I do. Okay. Yep. And it makes sense. It took me a long time to figure out mind muscle. Yep. You know, um, I have to make my mind talk to that muscle, say, okay, you have got to contract here. With my leg surgeries and that, it, sometimes it's a little harder for me to get that done, mm -hmm. but I take my time. I may have to pause the video for a moment to get that done, to make the mind-muscle connection, and then I'm, I'm good to go. But it's right. on my time, and it's my, it's my workout, and it's what you make it. What you give is what you get. That's 100% true. And I say that, like, you can show up with your five-pound weights and get a, still an amazing workout. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, well, I don't look like you, so I can't. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. First of all, you said you can't. So now you're already telling yourself that you can't do something that you can do. Right. So we don't use I can't at my house and we don't use I can't in JGFG. Right. And those are words that they're almost like bad words. My kids know that I can't is almost equivalent to a bad word right. at our house. And if you change that, why can't you is what I'll ask them. If you're giving, you can give your very best. Right. Not say, I can't. You do the best you can do. Right. And if you are 100% giving everything you've got, nobody can ask any more of you right. than that. And Not even yourself. Right. And that's whenever I'll give modifications. If I'm doing a burpee high knee, I'm like, it's okay if you don't do this. I just want you to sidestep. Like, I don't expect you to match. I set the expectations of here. I just need you to move your body. I don't care that you can't do this. Some people can't. Right. And some people can't. And if you are one who you're, you physically cannot do that, maybe because you're 63 and have had knee replacements, I don't want you to do a burpee high well, knee. And, you know, I'm 63 and an honorary pregnant woman the rest of my life, right. you know, because there's certain things right. that I do. The pregnant mamas, I was like, okay, we're in this together, girls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's go for it, you know. And, and, and that's just what right. I didn't say, you know, I'd had hernia surgery in April. And, um, you know... It, all of a sudden we started doing, you know, the crunches and I was like, oh, you physically cannot do that. And that's OK. But you know what you can do? This alternative move that I gave you. Right. And so I did that. And now I'm doing crunches. But right. I had to take it slow because of, you know, my physical limitations. Right. But And I that's the beauty of JGFG. People are always like, thank you for giving us. I give so many form tips through the workout. Yes. I make I help you make that mind to muscle connection. I don't expect you to press play and know what you're doing. Because I remember my, that's why I always say, be the person you need. And I always try to be that person that I needed on my day one, my day 15, my week. You know, I've been lifting weights for over 14 years. And, and so I know, and I think that's how I can relate to so many people because I've been through so many different seasons of lifting weights. And mm -hmm. boy, it's a seasonal journey. Like, it is. You go through this new excitement confusion you go through burnout you go through feeling st like stagnant where why can i grow more and the answer is yes but whenever you're wondering can i grow more 
that's whenever your body may need a little bit of a break and you're you're building the discipline then. Right. And so you may not see these physical growth changes, but you then focus on the inner growth. And once you start growing on the inside, then your physical side follows. And that's where the modifications come in and you have got to grow on the inside to realize that you are not failing right. by modifying. Modifying is just fine. You're doing what you can do without injuring yourself. You, you do And guess what, you- what? Modifying can lead to being able to do the move. Right. Like you just said at the beginning, you used to do a wall sit, you know, maybe at a 20 degree slope right. and now exactly. you're at a 90. Right. And so you consistency overall consistency wins every time and get rid of i can't yes those are the two number like just press play nobody can make you press play besides you right motivation comes after movement right movement is medicine so here's this circle of quotes that i say in every podcast that wrap up everything you need to get going i just messaged this girl i did a check-in and i was like hey how's it going she's like i cannot get going unless i go to the gym to do them But to get to the gym, it requires all these steps and all these things. And I'm like, I love you, but it kind of sounds like an excuse. Mm -hmm. Make it a priority. As I I said in the group on one of my walk and talks, your workout should be a non-negotiable, just like brushing your teeth. Exactly. Go brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. That's like my new phrase, like go brush your teeth. That is as important. If you're not working out, your muscles get really kind of soft. You you get some my you know brain fog. You feel kind of blah. Your energy's blah. You then life kind of feels a little crummy. Right. Whenever you don't brush your teeth, your teeth feel fuzzy. Crummy. You get plaque. You feel like gross. You're gonna get cavities. And so brush your teeth. It and then you're like, wow, these are nice and shiny and white. Great. Go move your body. Go move your muscles. Go work out. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm back to me. After you brush your teeth, you're uplifted, you're ready to go. And right. if you will go work out, you will have the same feeling. Exactly. Movement is medicine and motivation comes after movement. Because if I'm waking up and doing my workouts early, my day is so much more motivated and I get so much more done. I've noticed because I've been timing and doing different routines and schedules than when I wait midday to do my workout. Yeah, Morning times for me and you will learn so many things with the morning group to me because you know, I hate to admit it, I'm 63 and somebody Jen's age had to teach me to make my bed first thing in the morning. But I get out of bed before the lights come on, the bed's made, I go out and get breakfast started. Yeah. But that's part of my routine now. I get up before I leave that bedroom, that bed's made. And it sets the tone for your day. You've already been a success. Right. You've completed one, one task, task before you leave the bedroom. And that's a win. And if that's all you get done, that and drinking some water, maybe just steps. So. Through seasons, you have to give yourself grace and realize, like, I can't be balls to the walls 24-7. Like, there, you're going to go through seasons where you do one workout and maybe you go on a walk. Or maybe some days you just go on a walk. And that's okay. It looks different for everybody depending on what season they're going through. Exactly. And so you can't set these expectations of, like, I have to do this every day non- indefinitely because that is not sustainable And that's what my program is, is I'm helping you create a sustainable life, sustainable fitness for longevity. We're not here to step on stage to bodybuild and, you know, look a certain way. We're here to be the best moms, the best daughters, the best friends, the best wives, girlfriends, whatever that we can be for the people in our life. 
And the longevity too is there. There's another reason for me. My mom has Alzheimer's, yeah. And everything I've read about Alzheimer's, the physical fitness will help ward that off. And you know, Alzheimer's is a cruddy disease. It yeah. really is, and you lose part of your person a little by little. I don't want my family to have to go through that with me. If they do, I've taken lessons, and I might be hard to get along with. But, <laughs> but um. I want to stay healthy. Yeah. And this is one thing I can do to prevent the onset of that. And such a simple thing it to is. do that it feels, maybe feels like a lot of, at the beginning, but it becomes part of your day. It's simple. It's, as I've said before, you know, I was on a life struggle at 240 pounds and life itself was a struggle. Then I joined Jen's and it became a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I, I'm going to challenge myself and I'll see where I get. Now it's my lifestyle. Right. And I feel like I have a healthy lifestyle, and I love it. Well, we love that you're here. You're a, an amazing member to have. You're such a ray of sunshine oh, in the group. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Top Notch Athletics. We customize tailored clothing for those that are here to get things done. We design clothes for those that never settle. The peak performers, the ones that never sell themselves short of the best. The high risers, those that never quit the strongest in the room. Step into these clothes and your mindset shifts. You become top-notch. Check out tnclothing.com to become your top-notch self. So we're going to move to the 10 with Jen segment. I'm going to rapid fire 10 questions and I just want you to answer them without any hesitation, okay? I'll try. (laughs) You got it. No pressure. All right. Question number one is, What is your favorite thing about yourself? My smile. I love your smile, too. I love that. That was perfect. Rapid fire. Okay, I can't even read number two yet. What's your favorite muscle group to work? Back. Back, babe. How come? I think because I feel the strongest. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's interesting because not a lot of people say they love to work back because they're like, I don't ever see it. And I'm like, well, you do need a strong back. And maybe because you have felt so many positive effects from... Getting a stronger back because you know where you came from when you were weak and, you know, now you're like, oh, my gosh, it makes you stand a little taller. It does. It, it definitely makes you. And it's it's my favorite to work. Um, I like them all. And, and leg day is a favorite of mine because I can do it now. Yeah. It's a growth thing. It is. What is your favorite gin saying? Mind over matter. Yeah. Yeah. I love that one, too. I mean, it's true. Like you can you can they get the can't. The whole can't conversation is right. all about that. And you get what you what you give. You get what you give. I say that all the time. Like, you can give me 10% effort and that's what you're going to receive. Well, I actually have that on my mirror in the bedroom, you know, where I work out. What do you eat for snack club typically? Nerd clusters. Hey, <laughs> I feel like I'm due to get some rewards. I think from you the nerd need cluster. some royalties. Yeah. And did you notice the price went up too? Did they? Oh, they went from three fifty seven to four seventeen. I feel like I'm owed some royalties. I think you are. Them. I think you are. Um. Okay. That you're going faster than I can even. Uh-oh. Okay. What scares you more? This is a funny one. What scares you more? Farting on camera with me or peeing your pants on camera? Uh, peeing my pants. <laughs> <laughs> If you fart, we can't hear it. Right. And typically during every workout, someone's farting and I literally don't care. Yeah. Peeing your pants. I've yet to have someone do that. And that would be, that would be kind of funny. Yeah. It will. Yeah. 
if it's me, I you know, when I was pregnant with Ava, I was always really worried that my water would break on camera. Oh, there you go. And Johnny's like, what would we do? I, would, I said, we would keep going for sure. <laughs> we would go through that. We Let don't stop. You, it's embarrassing. Mine broke in the grocery store. Really? Yes. So. Well, I've never experienced that because uh, mine just become traumatic births. <laughs> so, there. Um, okay. What was your biggest aha moment since starting JGFG about like a, a move, macros, overall? What What's your aha moment? Well, they're hard. I've had many. And um, as far as aha moments, the first couple of years, not so much, but the unhinged mm-hmm. was a major. And and I maybe that's why I don't remember what the other aha moments were, because that was such a major aha to me. Bring and, it back, Johnny. We want unhinged. Yes, Johnny, we want unhinged. Please, you've changed many lives with that. And, you know, the other um, aha moment I can't go back without saying is when Jen measured nerd clusters for macros, I was like, yes, I can have them. You grow up being told this is, Uh it's candy. It's bad for you. You can't have it. And then you want it more. And then it turns into a binge and then it turns into an unhealthy relationship with food because you think this is bad. I'm not allowed to have this. This will make me fat. And then you hide and eat it. I can remember I was an emotional eater as a kid. I would hide and eat. Right. Like those wouldn't count. But, you know, when you are counting your macros and you measure something, what's on the scale is what counts. Don't eat the others that you're putting away because I'll reach in the bag and say, what's two more? No, I don't do that anymore. It count. And it's interesting because a lot of members will be like, uh, my macros are amazing. I just don't understand why I'm not seeing these changes or whatever. And I'm like, did you track every nibble, lick, taste, drink, condiment, everything? Well, no. Well, there you that go. That adds up. That adds up so fast. If you if you scoop out your 30 grams of peanut butter and you weigh that 30 grams, but then you lick the spoon. Oh, you've added. You just added probably 14 more grams. I, mm-hmm. And that adds up. And not saying don't do it because if you're eating intuitively, go for it. I don't care. But if you're questioning why you're not seeing results, you have to pause and think about that. It's funny you say the peanut butter because I've been known to do it. I'll yeah. put it on there and I'm like, oh, well, this is left. And well, it wasn't measured. Right. I will go straight armed to the roof, to the sink to rinse it off before I can touch it. Exactly. Because otherwise, you know, if I'm trying to be 100% true to my macros, I can't do that. And you can't give you macros to, to Jesus. There you go. You can give them. <laughs> you can give them. an account for them. That's right. <laughs> yes. Macro, all macros count. Every bite. Like another thing is like, oh, well, I finished my kid's meal, like some mac and cheese on my kid's plate. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. Right. And those add up if you do do it. So just account for them. That years ago, uh, way years ago, when I did the Weight Watcher thing, I can remember one of the instructors talking about uh, Oreos. And she goes, yeah, my kids didn't know there was a middle to Oreos for a long, long time. <laughs> she just <laughs> she gave them the outside. She was taking, she was just giving them the outside. And she couldn't figure out why her weight wasn't going down. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's crazy. Every lick, nibble. You just can fantasize. Just use your eyes to eat it. Otherwise, measure it. And if you go over on your macros, great. You go over them. Tomorrow's a new day. But you own it and you move on. Right. And track them. I always tell my members, even on your worst day, enter it. If you're like, if you're questioning, I don't know, this is probably over, under, it doesn't matter. Just enter it because consistency is key. Right. If you skip a day, guess what? That leads to the next day being able to skip. The next day, if you're starting at 2.55 p.m. and you're like, oh, I can't track. It's already 2.55 it takes four seconds to write down on a sticky note everything you ate for that whole day. Yep. Oh, 
I ate this granola bar on the way there. Oh, it was a one bar. Okay, great. And then I ate this. And then I had roughly, you can eyeball it. Right. And you can still enter it. And it may not be a perfect day, but it's consistent. And, and you by can do seeing it. it, you own it. You right. see it. I did this. That's when I tell members that they're like, oh, I've been terrible. Or I, you know, I went to the movies and I had popcorn and I had Laffy Taffy and I had a Coke. And I, and I said, enter all that. And so whenever you come then for your next check-in, you wonder why we're not seeing results. I'm not mad about it. I'm not going to tell you not to do it because you're living life and I'd rather you live your best life than a deprived life. Right. But now we know why. Maybe we need to make some changes in a different way. And so own it. Own it. Move on. Don't stress on it. Don't sit on it. Don't think about it for one more minute. Just own it and move on. That is so freeing. So another question... When is a time you felt defeated on your journey and how did you overcome? Probably after my hand accident. Um, I, I can remember messaging Jen and telling her, I think my body hates me. And I really thought about just bowing out because holding a, a weight seemed almost impossible. Um, number one, it was the the heaviness of it. Anything yeah. heavy hurt and fearing that I wouldn't have the grip. Then I had to regroup and in talking with you and realize that I don't know what my grip is going to be like yet. So do what I can now mm-hmm. and go. And I I do really well, I feel like, with my grip. Yeah. Um, luckily, it was just the ends of my fingers. But I still have to modify a little bit because of certain ways to hold it I can't do yet, but I'm working on it. And just changing my mindset. Mindset is so much. And if you believe in yourself, good things happen. That is absolutely true. I love that. What is something that intimidated you when you started JGFT? The success stories, honestly. Really? Intimidated me because I thought, what if I don't do that? What if I'm not successful? I'm going to, you know, it was the negative talk. Yeah. And I was still, when I started, I was 100% negative. Um, apprehensive and and I was going in it with plans to fail, honestly, in my own mind. Now I look at it. I didn't at that time, but I look at it now and I thought I went in planning to fail and seeing people that were successful. I was like, what if I don't succeed like that? People are going to say this. I was so into what other people thought. Yeah, it can consume you. And it did. But that was one of the most intimidating and seeing a lot of muscles that I didn't have. (laughs) Hey, girl power. That's right. Now, bouncing off of that, it's a two-part question. What would you tell a new member how to overcome? There, there's where you, you do you. Yep. You do what you can do. This is your journey, and it doesn't matter what somebody else thinks, even though with JGFG, you're going to have positive yeah. feedback. But if, if somebody else outside the group knows and they're negative about it, that's their thoughts, not yours. Right. You do your journey. You're in it every day. Believe in yourself and learn to love yourself. And talk the nicest to yourself. Yes. All right. Question number nine. What is one goal you have for your fitness journey, short term and long term as of now? Because I know it looked different from when you started Right. versus now. So the season you're in right now, what's a short term and long term goal? The short term goal is is to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to continue to push until I get more muscle. I, I definitely want more muscle. I feel stronger. I but feel... you're already so impressive. Well, thank you. You're <laughs> the true definition of age doesn't matter. When I have people message me all the time. Hey, Jen, sorry to interrupt you, but they're like, hey, Jim, 
I am over 40, over 50, over 60. I don't think that I can build muscle, but I just need to lose some weight. Do you think I can do your program? Absolutely, yes. We can't put the stigma around. You are not a, you can't build muscle if you are 55. You can't build muscle if you're over 60. That is false. Right. And you're the true testament above that for false. me, in my opinion, because I look at you and I can look at the beginning photos of you and where you started to now. And I'm like that. Yes, you should be the inspiration for over 60 crowd because thank you. it's a, you hormones, what you completely had a hysterectomy right. and all that. So again, another testament of what well, I've had a hysterectomy so I can't lose weight. Yes, you can. Yes, you- it's all about food. Macros are magic. Macros will change your life. If you fuel your body properly and if you are consistently lifting weights that challenge you with good form and modification, consistency is key and you can build muscle. Definitely. And that's, I want some more muscle. I'm building my leg muscles. I really want to. With my knee replacements, I'm missing a couple tendons on both legs. I don't know if my muscles will ever show, but I'm working on them and I'm trying. So they're considerably smaller than they were when I started. Right. And and I like think for you, since you started to now, I pour into my members and I always say, stop focusing on what you're losing and focus on gaining. Mm -hmm. When you can shift that mindset from, oh, I got to lose, I got to lose, I got to lose to what can I gain? Mm -hmm. When you understand that I encourage you to take up space in this world, gain, focus on the gain, your life changes. Your whole journey changes whenever you focus on gaining instead of losing. When you start gaining the muscle and you start gaining, then the emotional gains come and the yes. you know mental gains come along with it. And that's when I just think it's a true magic that happens. Yeah, it is. And that's when I see the aha moment for a lot of people. I'll have members who have, you know, started in with me back when I started 2018, 2019, 20. They've tried it and try and try and try. And then now it's 2023. And this might be their 17th time in JGFG of coming back and forth. And it clicks. And now they're like, yes. And I'm standing here with open arms, receiving you to come back anytime you want. If it if you fall off 100, come back 500 more times. I don't care. We are all here. Happy to have you back. You can always sit with us. You're always welcome here. Because maybe that wasn't a good season of life for you. Maybe you just had too much going on. Maybe you weren't in a good mental place. It all goes together. And you feel safe. Um, yeah. And hearing that and knowing that coming from you and the other members, um, that is one of my proud moments so far. And no matter what I've gone through, I've stuck through it. Yeah. And um, I want to I want to stick through it. But I know if the time comes that I'm still going to be. Yes. Welcome. Yes, absolutely. And what's a long-term goal for you? My health, um, overall health, um, being able to do things on my own, be independent, um, to fight off if the Alzheimer's genes happen to be in me, I want to be able to fight it off. I, I want to remain healthy and strong for I love eternity. That. <laughs> I love that. And last question, best question, if you paint out your last, not, I don't want to say your last meal, but it's the last thing you're ever going to eat for the rest of your life. Johnny and I did this, I think, on one of our podcasts. I like to play this game. Paint your perfect dinner, including a drink other than water. You get to have water indefinitely. What you're, you will eat this meal every single day for the rest of your life in one drink outside of water. What is it? Pizza. <laughs> I love it. 
pizza and, um, oh, I can't just drink uh, low-carb beer. I'd be a mess for the rest of my life. <laughs> Coke Zero. We'll go there. Coke Zero and pizza. <laughs> and what's your dessert? Oh, uh, carrot cake. Ooh, yeah, same. That's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on here. Thank you it's for been a joy. Me. We love you. And always remember you are strong, you are powerful, and you're worthy. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget, you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.